I am so, so very excited that you are here today with me on episode number 68 of Rise Up. My help comes from you. Who else would it come from? Now you might say, well, I get helped all the time 
by my friends. I get helped all the time by my family. I have coworkers that help me all the time. What are you talking about, Jeremy? Well, it is because of God that those people help you. Even if they reject Jesus, Jesus is still working in their life. That's the greatest thing about a non-believer is they have no idea that with every breath they take in and every breath they exhale, they're not only speaking his name, but that he's also working in their lives and they don't even know it. So when you have a friend, a family member, a coworker, an associate, somebody that you know that doesn't believe in Jesus or doesn't walk with Jesus, but they are they seem to do good things, you know, like how, you know, there's people out there like my own family that say, well, I don't have to believe in Jesus to do good things and I'm a good person and I'd help anybody. I'd help everybody. Where do you think that that is coming from? Romans, what, 8, was it 828? God uses all, God works for all things, or God does all things uh, for good. Is that, is that Romans 828? I think it is. All good things from, come, to, come from God, and, and he's working uh, for the good of everything. Where do you think that goodness is coming from? Obviously, I'm paraphrasing the verse. I'm not like my daughter who can, like, spit out, you know, verse uh, word for word. Not yet, anyway. Um, but that help, that goodness in your heart, that comes from Jesus. That comes from Jesus. Somebody said, my thumb won't turn green. Bruce Carroll is in the building. How you doing? Frisco Carrier. Isn't Jesus' name something else? Yeah, well, I mean, it's Yeshua. It's Yeshua, if that's the name you're thinking of. Carla says, this song is very beautiful. Yes, it is. Susie Q says, also working and listening. Good morning to all. Osborne NH, by the way, just got her rise up. I mean, her uh, her slurp fund check yesterday. So, yes, Romans eight twenty eight. Thank you, T Mitchell. I knew I was. I knew I was close. I've been praying for all input LFA family page that have been having a rough time with health, depression, or just life. Says Lisa Young. Thank you, Lisa. It's March sixteenth. Please share John three sixteen everywhere. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever was to believe in him would have everlasting life and not perish. Or not perish, but have everlasting life. It is 316, isn't it? That should have been the verse of the day, but it's not. <laughs> As you guys notice, uh, there's something screwy going on with the, the view count today. It's not um, just local on our channel. It's rumble-wide. So don't worry about that, but just think, think to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to focus on the view count. I'm going to focus on Jesus. I'm going to focus on Jesus. The car crash scared me in that song. Well, there's a movie with that. That's from a movie on Pure Flix, actually, with that, with that guy from King and Country. Uh, it's actually a movie on Pure Flix. I can't think of the name of it, but he gets, that's, that's from the movie. I want your coffee in Canada. Michael, we tried to send some stuff to Canada before, and it got sent back. We're working on that, my brother. 
I'd love to ha- I'd love for you to have it too. My green thumb won't light up. Error message comes up. Probably because you you've already liked. So refresh the video. And if it's green, you've already liked. If it's not, then you haven't liked. That comes up if you try to double like. You know what I mean? Rumble has had issues today. I created a new account and it was a mess. Yes, it's it's having some rough times today. But you know what? I would rather be here today than where we were on Facebook four years ago. I got to tell you. Jeremy, your wife is so sweet and helpful. Well, thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, fasting starts tonight. Okay? I want to read off the names so far that we have for our fasting list. Okay? We have Mike Norton, Kathy in Keystone Heights, Florida, So Salty Six, Kalia, L. Dooley, T. Bombs, Tresno, 43 Gators, Grammy Love, Susie Q. the Patriot, um, Adonelson, A. Doe Nelson, 57, Race Mom, 53. Uh, Dimples GFP, Vin's Girl 05, Katia 76, Jess 74, T Green Walt, Wanda Townsend, Rosebud 1990, F Graves, Lord Fishy, Miranda Dolan, Landa D Salon, Halloween Army Dog 777, Jax 132, CQ 707, Mustache 49, Bisbee Fam 4, Bisbee, Bisbee Fam 4. Leadfoot 97064, Brian D. Hing, Meta F. Demi, Freebird 33, My Rock and Salvation Jesus Christ, 56 Limbo, O Wretched Man, Clara MCD, A H R O N E, not sure what that is, and Jill B. Y. We're starting our fasting today. This is the, these are the people. Uh, that that put on the bottom of that Rise Up video that they were going to start fasting. Um, Jeremy, no, that wasn't what happened. It didn't count mine, but I refreshed three times and it finally went green. There you go. There you go. So just make sure that you've uh, rumbled the video. Uh, the, the numbers will catch up later after the video's done. But today we start fasting. Today at dinner. So have dinner at five or six, whatever it is. And whatever time that you have dinner, fast until tomorrow at that time as well okay now i know we're not doing a real fast here we are still drinking coffee we are still drinking water we are still having our field of greens but what i'm talking about is the eating we are going to stop eating today grammy love that's so exciting that you're going on your ministry retreat today love it karen ma love you girl had a great talk with her yesterday okay we're going to fast from food today and while we're fasting the reason for fasting is to show God that you don't need to live on, bre- on bread alone, that you don't need to live on food alone, that you live on the word of God, and you are sacrificing something while we pray. And what we will be praying for is the Jesus revival that is going on and the awareness of God uh, to the people that have been rejecting him. That is what we're going to be praying for. Now, we could pray for the invasion of the southern border. We could pray for our economy. We could pray for a number of things so we don't go to World War III, all of these things. But what does the Bible tell us to do? The Bible tells us to focus on God, to focus on Jesus. Okay? So that's what we're going to do. If we don't focus on God and if we don't focus on Jesus 
And if we don't put our focus, our primary focus, where it needs to be, well, then how are we going to make America great again? The only way, and let me repeat this again, the only way, the only way to make America great again is to make America godly again. That is it. So we are going to focus this fasting time on making America godly again. We are going to ask, okay? We're going to ask if you, that you, uh, we're going to ask God to continue to push his awareness through this Jesus revival and times it by infinity. We want to see Jesus revivals going on in the public schools. Once we see Jesus revivals going on in our public school systems from grade K through grade 12, which we have a right to do, you cannot tell us that we cannot worship Jesus Christ in a public school. And I want to put that to the test, ladies and gentlemen. I want to put a stress test on the public school systems. I want you to instruct your children and your grandchildren to go to school and preach the word of Jesus if they have the courage. I want to pray that our children have the courage, that they get that heavenly courage from God himself, and that they walk to school with the Holy Spirit on one side and Jesus on the other, and they walk in arm in arm and spread the gospel. Now, if they're too scared at a young age because they want to fit in, to preach the gospel in public schools, well, then send them to school with a shirt. Now, I understand that you don't, some schools will not allow political shirts in, like Trump or MAGA, Make America Great Again, whatever. But you know what they cannot deny? They cannot deny the one that nobody should deny and the one that we should be keeping our focus on, Jesus. And Jesus, just the mere mention of Jesus' name will drive out spirits, evil spirits. Just the mere mention of the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, will make people drop to their knees. Do you not remember when Judas Iscariot came to kiss the side of Jesus' cheek? Do you not remember when the Roman guards walked up on Jesus and they said, we're looking for Jesus. And Jesus said, I am he. And they fell back five, six feet on the ground. The name of Jesus alone is so incredibly powerful that it will make people bend the knee. Ladies and gentlemen, this Jesus revival needs to get into the public school systems, and that is what we're going to pray for. That is what we're going to pray for when we fast. And if we've got to do this every week, then we'll do it every week. If we've got to do it twice a week, we'll do it twice a week. If I've got to do it three times a week, I will do it three times a week. And I will pray, and I will pray, pray, pray for this Jesus revival to build and get bigger. As that snowball rolls, it rolls right into the public schools. That is where we need it. That's where we need God. That's where Jesus needs to dwell, and that's where people need to speak his name. Can I get an amen? Let me know. I'm on fire today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on fire for the Lord. Now, somebody said it's 316 today. It's March 16th. We should be sharing 316. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this hat says forgiven. This hat also has the Jesus fish on it. This was sent to me by a loving family member, LFA family member. And it says 1 John 1, 9. Be nice if it said John 3, 16 on today, wouldn't it? (laughs) But anyway, let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. All right? Let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. And let's ask him. Let's ask him to be with us during this fast. Let's ask him to be present during our fasting and our praying. Lord and Heavenly Father, you are so wonderful. You are so grand. You are so gracious. Your mercy knows no bounds. And Lord, you gave up your everything so you could love us. 
You gave up your son and let him suffer and be murdered and tortured and be in pain so that we didn't have to. That's love. Lord, we understand that your love, your word, your grace, your mercy needs to extend to all corners of the world for Jesus to come back. Lord, help us do that during this fast. Lord, give this Jesus revival that we are experiencing in this country and around the world a little boost of heavenly uh, stamina. We want to see the public school system completely purified by the body of Christ. So, Lord, as we fast today into tomorrow, we ask you to hear our prayers and bless each and every soul that is sacrificing and praying for this Jesus revival to make its way to every corner of the world, but specifically to the public school system to save our children, your greatest blessing to us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, we are never going to get the world to pull their children out of public school and put them in Christian schools. Does that mean that we should not continue to push and fund and help grow Christian schools? Absolutely not. But what we need to do at the same time in, in, in a uh, almost parallel is we need to purify the public schools because there is room for public schools. We need public schools. We just need them. But we also need them to be purified. We also need them to have a little bit of God, a lot of God, in their halls, at their lockers, in their gymnasiums, on recess, in their classrooms. Now, here's the great thing about this, you guys. You can ask a thousand people to do something for you. Most likely, it will not get done. So you do it yourself, right? So many people out there know that if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. So here we are. We are finding out that all of these teachers in universities, like I talked about last night, not only in universities, but in public school systems, 90% plus are Democrat. So we can't ask them to teach the right way. We can't ask them or demand that they teach just academics because they're not going to do it. So what are we going to do? We've got to do it ourselves. We've got to send our kids into school with Jesus shirts on. We've got to send our kids into school, our courageous kids. We've got to pray with them. And we've got to say, nobody's opinion matters but Jesus. And you've got to basically make them little soldiers for God. But you've got to also understand, ladies and gentlemen, that they're probably going to be vilified for it. They're going to be hated for it. So it's not, every kid is not going to want to do this or, or do this. And I'm not asking you to put your kid in a hostile situation, but there are some kids out there like mine who just are mouthpieces for God and they don't care what children think of them. Those kids and the kids that don't have that yet, let's pray that they do because we need to send them in because you want to know why? Because even though a teacher might be a 99% throughout the country Democrat and they want to change your kid into a boy that's a girl and a girl that's a boy and they want them all to go to the bathroom in the same bathroom and they want everybody to wear pink and, everywhere, and every boy to, girl to wear blue. They want girls to try, uh, play with action figures and they want boys to play with dolls, all this stuff. Do you know what they can't stop? They can stop parents crying about it. They can stop parents demanding stuff at a school board. But do you know what they cannot stop? They cannot stop your child going into school and praising the name of Jesus. It's illegal. You can sue the crap out of them for that. 
They cannot stop your child from going in there and wearing a shirt that says, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Do you understand that even though there will be a bunch of kids that make fun of them, maybe even those same kids that hate, maybe these, so those same kids that make fun of them will also get pl seeds planted and they will go home and they'll say, Mom, who is Jesus? Mom, who is God? Mom, what is a Lord? What is a Savior? And their parents will be forced to either lie to them or tell them the truth. But the seeds are planted. Seeds are planted. So we are going to take matters into our own hands. We are going to start a, a, a campaign across the country of mothers and fathers who, for whatever reason, cannot take their kids out of public school. Well, okay, then if we're going to send our kids into the belly of the beast, we're going to send them with the armor of God. So ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. You all know that we have children's clothes here at LFA on my store. We have children's clothes that have the Pledge of Allegiance on them. Babies all the way up to teenagers. We have children's clothes that have the hand over the heart. But we do not have children's armor of God gear. And a good way to get your child to understand that they're protected by Jesus is to let them know that this armor of God will protect you, baby. When you go to school, honey, this armor of God will protect you. So we're going to put out toddler, children, and teenage gear for armor of God because we have to. And I want all of you to get your children and your grandchildren clothed in the armor of God. Baby sizes, toddler sizes, onesies, everything. Because if there's going to be a war on our children, then we need to equip our children. If we can't fight the battle for our children, then we need to equip them to fight the battle with Jesus. And we're going to do this affordable. We are not going to look to make a profit on this one. I understand that LFA needs to make a profit, and that's fine. But we are going to do that. We're going to put this out basically a couple dollars above cost. Because I want every kid to have this. I don't want people to have to pay $25 to have a shirt if it didn't cost $25 to make when it comes to spreading the gospel. So that's what we're going to do. If they're going to go after our children, then we are going to equip our children with not only knowledge and prayers, but the armor, the clothing that plants seeds in others. It is time. Our kids need to understand that if there's a war going on for them, then they have to understand that they're going to be children soldiers and they're going to have to go to war. Do we want that for them? No. Do we wish that they didn't have to be going through this at this time in our lives? Yes, we do wish that. But the reality is that they're here for a reason. And I think Jesus and I think God are saying, you know what, youngsters can fight too. Youngsters can battle too. And there's nothing more powerful than that. Think about it. You can't go to a school board and change a school board's mind. You can't have a meeting with a school principal and change their mind. But you can send your child into that school with God gear on. And they can't do a thing about it. Remember that. I don't have them made yet. Somebody said, when can we get them? I don't have them made yet but we will get them made ASAP. It may take about 30 days to get them made and here in inventory, but we are going to do it. We are going to do it. Now, today's show is titled, Have You Washed the Feet of Another? 
Have you? We've not pulled up the Rumble chat today, so let's go ahead and do that now. Have you ever washed the feet of another? If you have, let us know in the comment section. Here we go. Halloween says, hey there, thousands of us do every time you go to your kid's school to meet with teachers, wear your shirts too. That's another good point. We have adult gear as well. I'm not trying to do this as a sales pitch to try to make money for LFA. I'm just saying it's a good way to do it. Jesus listens to children. Yes, he does. Osborne H. Jeremy, I'm so thankful my mom pushed me into Christian school K through 12, even though I was, I wanted public school. Amen. Amen. Please do. I miss missed you didn't have them. Not sure what you meant by that. After dinner tonight. Yes, fasting starts after dinner tonight. RJ Cat, I have mine on today. God bless you, girl. I love you. Thank you. Yep, seven kids. LOL. Well, there we go. Bad Moon says I'm a billboard for God. That's another shirt that's coming out, and we'll make that a child shirt too. I'm a billboard for God. Just that alone will plant seeds. Make it known we are soldiers of God, says Dr. Goat Kiss. Amen. We have bracelets that say Jesus, 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 and we hand them out free for every store. That's amazing. That's amazing. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know something else too. I know there's a lot of people buying stuff from the store right now because we're doing this special that anything you buy off the featured list, you get an item free off the overstock list. All you have to do is put it in the note section. Well, you know what else we're going to be sending you? Every order from here on out, We'll get 10 little postcard size promos for LFA TV that have uh, QR codes all on them. So it'll bring people right to this page or right to our website for you to share out, to hand out. So every order that gets those, that gets something, will get 10 of those to hand out to their friends and family. We are going to start spreading the news now, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to start spreading the gospel bigger and better than ever. This show is growing bigger and better than ever. We don't know because of the, screw, the screwed up view count right now, but I'll bet you there's 1,200 people in here right now. How do we know that there's 1,200 people in here right now? Here's what we're going to do. You see that right down there, that little thumb? Make sure you press that like button. We should have 1,200 likes. Let's make it happen, Cap'n. That would be a great shirt for kids, Billboard for God. Well, Bad Moon is the one that came up with that. We've got to give all credit to him. And do you know what else he said? He said that this is my contribution to, uh, to uh, Live from America since I can't donate. This is my donation. Thank you, Bad Moon. Ricky says, ordered coffee yesterday and a T-shirt. Did you get a free item too? I hope you did. I hope you did. Remember, have you washed the feet of another? That's the title of today's show. Now, we're going to get into this right now. Um... One Minute Prayer for Dads. This is the book right here. If you guys want to order this for your husbands or for yourselves or for your fathers or for your grandfathers, then you can do that. Integrity from Proverbs 27. Not 27, but Proverbs 27. Okay? The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. So we know by reading the Old Testament that literally children can be cursed. Generations can be cursed because of what their parents do. But if their parents are blessed and they're teaching their children the word of God, well, then their children will be blessed as well. And that's what this is saying. If you have integrity, if you are really willing to wash another's feet, 
That's integrity. Ricky says, free item. No, but that's fine. Yes, we have a deal going on right now that anybody who orders off the featured items can get one free item off the, um, over, the overstock list, which you can see on the front page. The overstock list, you can buy things by themselves for $15, or you can get a free for something free from that uh, list if you order off the featured list. That's what that meant. All right, let's get back into this. Integrity in a Christian dad is a must. If you call yourself Christian and you are a father, you must have integrity. Not just for God, but for him too. Not just for ourselves, though we benefit from personal integrity, but also for our kids. They need dads of integrity. They they need us to do the right thing. Here's the other thing too, folks. Thank you, Kong. God bless you for that $15 rumble rant. We love you, sir. Here's the other thing, too. Kids see and hear everything, okay? You know the the saying, kids are like sponges. They soak in everything. Kids are so spongy that they see and hear things that you think that there's no way that they see and saw and heard. Remember being a kid? Remember how nosy you were? I listened to every conversation of my parents. Everything. If they were fighting, I was listening. Okay? If they were in a bedroom talking, I was listening. I was a nosy kid. My mom always said big ears in the cornfield. That must come from the Midwest because there's so much cornfield in the Midwest. I never understood what that meant. Big ears in the cornfield, she used to call me. Weirdest thing I ever heard. Only time I ever heard it is from my mom because I was nosy. Kids hear and see everything. So they're going to see you do the things that you do when nobody's watching. They're going to hear the things you say when you think nobody's listening. So you must always have integrity. That means doing the right thing when you think nobody can hear or see what you're doing. Because remember, God can. God can. That is what integrity means from the Bible is doing the right thing when nobody is watching or nobody knows because God is always watching and God always knows. Well, the same thing with little kids. Oh Lord, if there's anything I want for my children, it's your blessing on their lives, both now and in the future. Help me therefore to always walk in integrity and do the right thing in my job, at my church, in my community, and especially with my family. Let integrity become a word observers use to describe me. Teach me through the circumstances of my life to be that man who walks in integrity. And bless my children as sons and daughters of a father of integrity. My daughter Shaylin and my daughter and my son Jaden... Well, when they was in public school, he was probably my daughter, according to them. But they both won the Integrity Award when they were little. Third grade, fourth grade, they both won the Integrity Award. Now they say, if you want to see what a person is like, look at their children. You've heard that before, correct? Hey, the view count's working again, Eli. We have 1,140 people watching. 
Let's keep that number going, folks, and make sure you like the video right down there. Time to share again. If you want to know what a person really is truly like, look at their children. They say that, right? So Hunter Biden, Don Jr., (laughs) right? Perfect example. You know what a person is like by looking at their children. Not in all cases, in some cases. Some cases you don't, but in most cases you do. So if you see children that have integrity, then you know that their father and their mother had integrity. And where did that come from? Ultimately, God in heaven. Amen? Let's go to the rumble chat here. I see some interesting things in the rumble chat. When one parent is struggling to get the kids to go to the church and the dad is saying they don't have to go to church in front of them, it's very difficult. Yes, it is because the father is the head of household. I didn't think my four-year-old stepson was listening to me. So when I taught him the planets, I told him Uranus and is in your butt. LOL. Oops. (laughs) My young sister became a teacher in her early 20s and quit within two years. All of that school for nothing. Blessing in disguise. Corrupt, she said. There are other ways as well. LOL. Children always watch their parents back. Yes, My son got a humanitarian award when he was 16. That goes to show that you are a wonderful parent. Good morning, everyone. Wanted to hop on this morning. Needed all extra prayers today. Lost another parent yesterday, Miss Mocha Powered. Everybody, please, please pray for her. Washing the feet is basically humbling yourself and offering servanthood towards your brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes. Have you ever washed the feet of another? Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we're going to go and we're going to talk about our sponsor of Rise Up. And our sponsor of Rise Up is none other than Trumpet Daily, folks. Now, what I love about the Trumpet Daily is the way that they give news. The way they give news is the way we give news. They're not preaching, you know, scripture for their news segments but they are giving the news from a God-centered point of view. Do they drop scripture every now and then like I do? Of course they do. But the great thing about it, folks, is if you're getting news from LFA TV and you're getting news from Josh Furstein's new network that he's building, which is all God-fearing, God-centered people like Graham Allen and Grinch and Stitchfield and others, and Trumpet Daily, if you're getting your actual news from those people, well, then you know you're getting real news. You know you're getting the truth because these people are centered by God. Now, everybody has a different way of worshiping. Everybody belongs to a different church. But their news, God-centered news uh, reporting is just like ours. So check them out today, trumpetdaily.com, absolutely free, free to subscribe, free uh, publication sent to you in the mail, trumpetdaily.com, okay? Take a drink of my Rise Up coffee. Who's sipping on Rise Up coffee right now? Are you drinking the American pecan or are you drinking the Sumatra gold? Let me know. Decaf coming soon. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you this real quick. Lisa Young just donated $100 to help those toddler and youth shirts be made. That, ladies and gentlemen, is many, many hands making light work. Thank you so very much. 
Please continue to share. I'd like to see 1,500 people watching rise up. That's where we need to go. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have a message directly from God for you today. I do. I have a message directly from God for you today. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it here in, in a few minutes, okay? Give me a second here. I want to make sure that I cue it up and get it ready. Let's see here. Give me one second here, folks. I, I didn't have it ready because I was slacking. Jeremy, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you, Jeremy? All right. Uh, today we're going to have an actual real message from God. Take a few. All right. And while we do that, if I can, I want to pull up. Let's see here. I love the way that you guys talk in the chat while I'm, while I'm actually doing work. (laughs) Like, I love the way that you guys keep talking. That's great. Um, that's probably good right there. I'd say. Um, there we go. I think the best way for you guys to hear a message from God is to have God side by side with us when you hear this message. Now, I really did this for my mom. I really wanted my mom to hear this message today. And I called her and I said, mom, I really need you to listen to rise up today. She says, why? And I said, because there's going to be a message from God in there for you. Well, this message isn't only from God to her, but it's from God to all of you as well. So I want you to keep this picture in your minds as we listen to this message from God, because it's directly to all of you. And I know this because it was directly to me. Let's go ahead and let's play this message now. A few minutes out of your day to hear God's message for you. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I'm familiar with all your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered. For you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being. For you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake. For all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, 
but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope, because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul. And I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your father, and I love you even as I love my son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I love that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? Have you ever washed another's feet? <laughs> I have never. I have never gotten a letter like that from my dad. And I love my father. How do you not cry when you hear that if you are a Christian? How do you not tear up 
for what he did for us. Yeshua. Jesus. Love your dad. My question is, will you be my child? Of course I will. <laughs> so you have to ask yourself, why are we crying? Why are we crying right now? We're crying because A, we don't feel like somebody should love us that much. And we don't feel like somebody should love us that much because we know how rotten we are to the core. We're also crying because the one who created the universe cares so much for each and every one of you. More than you care for your child. Think about that. Those of you who have children, think about this. Think about what you would do for them. Think about what you would do for them. Now, you, now there's an old cliche. I'd take a bullet for my kid. I would die for my child. God did. The love that God has for you, mom, if you're watching, and for all of you, is infinitely more than you love than the love that you have for your child. And we don't deserve it. Our children deserve our love, but we don't deserve God's love. And he gives it anyway. We're crying because of the magnitude of mercy. And the grandeur of grace. Just made that up, by the way. <laughs> it's a beautiful message from God today. And I think all of us needed to hear that. Did you? Did you need to hear that? Was that helpful to you to hear a, a letter from God strictly to you? Let's pop on the chat. Needed to hear this message. Brings assurance that God loves us profoundly. That was a powerful message. We're not on the highway to hell anymore. We're on the bridge to righteousness. And he also loves our kids more than we do. Amen. It's the bare naked truth about how much God loves us. Every time that blood that shed Jesus took for all of our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Cindy Lou, can you put a comment section? Not live, please. Not sure what that meant. I'm so unworthy of his love. Exactly. Exactly. Race mom says, I needed that today. Thank you, Jeremy. MJ Randall, very powerful message. Ricky, hard to imagine that sort of love because of our humanness. Don't let Satan steal your joy. The only thing God can't do is stop loving us. That's a good one. I absolutely needed to hear that. We're on the highway to heaven. It sure makes me feel better. Well, how can it not? I heard that this morning. God sent me that this morning. God sent me that message for me 
but also for my mother and for all of you. That is a direct text message, voice message, I should say, from God today to you. That's a letter to you that he wrote. (laughs) Amazing. I want to read from Heaven 90 Devotions from Our Daily Bread. Mad says, Jeremy, I can see how much you love the Lord. Thank you for being so open, putting your heart out there for us to see God. (laughs) I do love him. That's for sure. I love him because... I love him because he loved me at my worst. I love him because... Now that I'm with him and I look back at those those bad times, which you'll hear about tomorrow, stay tuned tomorrow for my testimony. But I love him because I can look back now and see that he was there and I rejected him. And how can you reject Jesus, you know? Like, now that I'm in a relationship with him and I love him, I cannot even think about me looking at him and going, get out of my face. I don't need you telling me what to do. I don't need your love. I'm fine. I'll save myself. I'm better than you. That's what I was saying. How could I have done that? You know, Karen Ma yesterday, Grammy Love, who's on here right now, when I was talking to her on the phone, She says, when I hear the stories of what you did and what you were and who you were, I think to myself, who am I I hearing about right now? That can't be Jeremy. There's no way that those stories belong to Jeremy's life. Who am I listening about right now? That's what she said to me yesterday. She's in the chat. I'm sure she'll tell you when I called her. And I thought about that. The first word that I could come up with is just transformation. Your old self is dead. It is not alive anymore. He does not exist. She does not exist. They are gone. Who you are now is who God created you to be. Who you were before was what the world wanted you to be. It is gone. So when you hear my testimony tomorrow, you might think to yourself, this can't be. I'm telling you, I do not lie. I will tell you the truth every minute of who I was. And I'm not ashamed. Jeremy, don't you get scared when you tell people that you were in prison? No. Don't you get scared when you tell people that you slept around and, and were rude and, 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 and drank and did drugs? And doesn't, Aren't you afraid that that's going to like hurt your viewership? No, I don't care about my viewership. I care about spreading the gospel and spreading truth. Whether it's godly or earthly, that's just who I was created to be. Of course I want to tell people that stuff. Why wouldn't I? I don't care about my popularity as a show host. I care about God's popularity for what he's able to do to people like me or for people like me. That's why I say it. Jesus is the only name to remember. 
He gave me all of this through all of you, and I'd give it up tomorrow if it meant continuing the name of Jesus like nothing. I'd give it up all tomorrow like nothing. We're getting close to the end here, so let me uh, read through this, and then we'll get to the verse of the day. Luke 14, 14. I'll pay you later. You will be repaid at the resurrection of righteous. Suppose a boss were to say to an employee, we really appreciate what you're doing around here, but we've decided to change the way we pay you. Starting today, we're going to pay you later after you retire. Would the employee jump for joy? Of course not. That's not the way things work in this world. We like our payments now, or at least, you know, every payday. Did you know that God promises to pay us later, much later, and he asks us to be happy about it now? Jesus suggested that our ultimate reward for the good things that we do in his name comes after we die. That's the beginning. In Luke 14, Jesus said that if we care for the poor, the lame and the blind, our reward for such kindness will come at the resurrection of righteous. He also said that if we are persecuted, we should rejoice in that day and leap for joy. January Sixers. Because greater is our reward in heaven. Surely the Lord gives us comfort, love, and guidance today. But what additional wonderful things he has planned for us in the future. This may not be the way we would have planned it. We don't enjoy waiting for things, especially in America. But imagine how glorious it will be when we receive our rewards in Jesus' presence. What a grand time we'll have as we enjoy what God has reserved for later. Folks, this was a very powerful episode of Rise Up today. The message from God alone was powerful. I'm so very blessed that God weighed this on my heart to do this show. So very blessed. So now I'm going to read to you the verse of the day, and then we'll get into Sean Farish, okay? Here we go. I titled today's show, Have You Washed the Feet of Another? Do you know what I love about the verse of the day leading into Rise Up? The fact that nothing else exists. No border invasions, no tax talk, no abortion or drag queen stories. Just us and Jesus. Just us and Jesus. That is the way the Bible says we should be doing it every day. That doesn't mean that we should pretend that things aren't happening in the world, but it does mean that our primary focus should not be on the stress of all the things, but the love of God only. The best way to demonstrate that to ourselves and to God is to wash another's feet. I mean this both literally and figuratively, by the way. Let's break it down in the meantime. Verse of the day, John 13, 7 through 9. Again, John, not 1 John, just John 13, 7 through 9. Jesus answered him, what I am doing to you, or what I am doing, you do not understand now. But afterward, you will understand. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered back, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me.
If I do not wash you, then you have no share with me. Now, you're going to want to stay tuned to the 11 o'clock hour today as I break that verse down. But ladies and gentlemen, Jesus came to serve. Jesus came to show you how it is to be done. So remember that as we leave the show today. And I'll leave you the same way I brought you in with a little bit of music from King and Country called Shoulders. I want to thank all of you for being here today. I want to ask you to please uh, go and watch Sean Ferris's show next. It's incredible. Followed by Live from America. I really would like you guys to give all the show hosts a chance. I know some of them say things that you don't like, but they're Christian and they need guidance. And they need guidance from you the same way I did. Show that strength for them as well. Lead them into salvation. Folks, thank you for being here. Remember to visit LFATV.us. Download the app. Remember to visit JeremyHarrell.com. This show is growing. We're now reaching heights we never have before. This is God's podcast. So welcome to God's podcast. And I'll see you tomorrow on Rise Up. And I'll see you at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. God bless you guys. Ungoverned Sean Ferris coming up next. See you.